Okay. So where are you guys today? Hey, where's the talkies? Talkie, talkie, talkie. Talkie, are we talkie now? Talkie, talkie. Talkie. It's me, talkie. This is the AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance in people's lives. Join Rob Minot, Ryan Fleury, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything about assistive technology and the disability community. Now, on with the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. <gasps> banter, banter. Uh, hey, my name is Rob Minot, and uh, joining me today is Mr. Ryan Flurry. Mmm, chicken. And uh, Mr. Steve Barkley. You know this uh, this whole intro thing just it's beginning to remind me of remember the Muppet Show and like every at the end of of the intro song they'd have Gonzo come out of the O and like play the trumpet and yeah. every week something different would happen. It's kind that's of awesome. this is, that's kind of our Muppet Show moment right there. Excellent, that's what I yeah. wanted. Yeah, clearly. And next week we're gonna get sued by Disney. <laughs> Bring it on, Disney. That's right. Come on the show, Disney. That's right. Talk about audio description or lack thereof on your platform. We did. God. <laughs> <Get us laughs> begging to get us sued. <laughs> Bring it on. Well, that's okay. They can sue us. Whatever. We don't have any money. We that's right. We're a waste of time. That would be. You know, just <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe we should just bad mouth, bad mouth every corporation out there and any exposure is good exposure, isn't it? That's right. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, how are you guys this week? Clearly, we're all shot out of a cannon. Fabulous. Yeah. How are you? Are you talking to me? Yeah, how are you? Oh, okay. Uh, we didn't give Steve a chance to say. How are you, Steve? <laughs> oh, I'm flipping dandy. How are you? Okay, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> it that's the show um oh god well um hey we had guess what we just did we just had an election you guys excited about the new government that looks a lot like the old government you mean that is the same exactly government? the same as the old government what's that what's the who lines uh, say it was say hello to the new boss same as the old boss yeah yeah pretty much a waste of time that was huh Indeed. Yeah. Total waste of time and money. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So there was that. So, uh, yeah. Did you guys, did you guys go out and vote? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, I didn't go out. We did our mail-in ballot. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I was going to, cause I was going to ask what your experience was kind of like. If, uh, yeah, no, we yeah. mailed it in. No. Yeah. That's a way to go. Just, just make an app. <laughs> So yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Were you guys surprised at the outcome? Nope, not at all. Nope. No. Right. 
This has been Political Talk. <laughs> 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 But that's Canadian politics, really, honestly. Like, we're just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know, in some ways we need a Trump. Well, we don't. Because I feel like we had a Trump, didn't we? Like, that Stephen Harper guy was kind of our... Oh, no, he wasn't He wasn't even anywhere in the same category. Well, he wasn't... But Maxime he was Bernier, like, dude, he, he's, he's pushing the limit, I think. You know? Oh, yeah? You know, he's... Uh, although, he, he, even he's dumber than Trump in some ways because he, he's an anti-mask or anti-vaxxer. It's like, it's all about freedom. No, it's not. It's a public health emergency. You dork. Yeah. yeah. But, but he garnered some of the vote because, you know, there's people out there who are anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers. Freedom! Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It, it's frustrating. I, I just, I was frustrated by the whole thing. I don't know why they called the election. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand enough about Canadian politics to really understand why he why that was done and what it really got us, other than just spending a bunch of money and making me go out on a Monday night. Well, I think what's going to be interesting is to see which cabinets get shuffled around, and to see if anything gets done finally with the Accessible Canada Act. You know, we've had ministers. Looking after that portfolio, are we going to have the same ministers? It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hopeful on that. On that regard, I'm afraid. But yeah, you're right. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully. So, well, Ryan, Rob, uh, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about uh, what we're doing today. Today we are speaking with fellow podcaster Jillian Gillis from self love is blind this is a cool did you did you happen to listen to to a few episodes of of the the podcast i listened to our very first one yeah me too yeah me too it's very cool i i love it i love talking to podcasters i love it when you book podcasters and uh, i mean she's fairly new i think she only has uh like 10 or 11 episodes up so um so she's fairly new at the game uh so we thought uh yeah it'd be a great opportunity to have her on and talk a little bit about the podcast, what she does over there and you know, what, what got her started down this whole podcast rabbit hole that, that we went down so many years ago. Well, and so many people have lived experiences that it's really helpful when they share that, right? It's another voice in the community being heard. So yeah, I'm all about that. We are, we are all about it. So, uh, looking forward to, to chatting with her a bit. Um, so Ryan, could you, so do we have a number that people can call? We do actually have a toll-free number people can call. They can leave us a voice message. That number, if you are interested in getting in touch with the show, is 1-844-996-4282. Leave us your name, your message, and if you give us your permission, we might play it on an upcoming episode. Wow, that was so good, and that was unrehearsed. You didn't Thank even you, rehearse sir. that. Wow, I've been, rehearsing, that really that for, I've been I, rehearsing that for two months since I got the number. <laughs> well, I don't know why we pulled the trigger and told people about that. Anyway, so, but okay, yeah, like, so yeah, we have a, yeah, dudes, we have a phone. Like, you can call in now and yell at us. Like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. If email is so, not your game, give us a call. Give us a call by all means. Shan, you know you want to. <laughs> you know you're out there. Hashtag where's Shan? Where that's is right. Shan? Call in, Shan. Give, give that number again, Ryan. That number again is 1-844-996-4282. There you go. All right. Cool. 
Okay, well, let's get to our guest. All right. Joining us now is Jillian Gillis. Jillian, thank you so much for taking some time out of your evening to join us. I am Ryan Fleury. With me, as usual, are Steve Barclay. Hello, that's me. And Rob Minot. Wait, wait, how come I got last billing this time? What's going on? I'm changing it up today? a little bit. I think you are mad at me today. Changing it up. Changing it up. All right, fine. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. You Thanks for having you, me. You didn't know you were on the Bickerson podcast, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, why don't we start out and just uh, maybe tell us and our audience a little bit about yourself and uh, a little bit about your vision. Sure. Uh, so my name is Jillian Gillis. I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. And yeah, East Coast. I love uh, Halifax. Love it. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's a pretty sweet place. Uh, it's one of the safest places in North America during the pandemic. So I've been pretty yep. happy about that. <laughs> um, about me, I, uh, I started a podcast. Uh, well, I launched in February 2021. And uh, yeah, I've got 11 episodes out now. Uh, prior to that, I didn't have any broadcasting experience at all. Uh, I actually have a diploma in marketing and uh, that's pretty old. That's from 2009. So um, I didn't end up doing much with that. And then I decided to go back to school in uh, my late 20s. And I went to uh, Nova Scotia Community College and I took uh, IT database administration. So my vision, I have an eye condition called aniridia. And that is... Uh, incomplete formation of the iris. And my vision is about 20 over 200. Uh, so that's 10%. Uh, I don't use a guide dog or a cane to get around, uh, but I do uh, use some accessibility features in my daily life. Uh, but generally I'm, you know, passing for fully sighted. Let's talk a little bit about the podcast. So what prompted you to start up the podcast? Well, uh, after I finished my diploma in IT, I realized that was definitely not something I wanted to do as a career. <laughs> I totally burnt myself out doing it. Uh, IT is just not my jam. And uh, I kind of my burnout kind of morphed into a depression and I didn't really know what to do with myself. Uh, so I ended up, um, you know, seeing a therapist and, and getting some help and uh, going on some medication and started to feel better. And then uh, March, 2020 hit and the pandemic started. So I was like, well, I don't really know even if I could find a job right now. So um, then I had never heard a podcast before, and uh, I had listened to a local podcast here in Halifax and kind of inspired me to, uh, to, to do that. And um, my podcast is called Self Love is Blind, and I have guests on each episode to talk about uh, everything from mental health and disability to, um, you know, I had somebody come on and talk about their mother with dementia. Um, yeah, some really cool guests that I've had. I have to ask, 
Jillian, before I reached out to you, had you ever heard of AT Banter? I had not. I had not. Um... I need to talk to the marketing department. <laughs> we, we haven't penetrated the Halifax market. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm still very like baby podcast and like very new in the podcast world. Uh, only like so a we. year and a half. So. so are we. We learn week after week <laughs> <laughs> or try. We're also slow learners. So that really doesn't help. <laughs> slow um, learners, but determined. Absolutely. Showing up week after week. <laughs> still right. don't know anything. Still don't know what we're doing. Um, the the uh, car couplers in our train of thought are substandard. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about about the actual, a little bit about the, the podcast itself um, and, and the sort of the subject matter and, and sort of the route that you've gone down. Was that kind of always the plan or did you sort of find yourself sort of figuring, well, you know, what, what am I going to talk about on a, on a podcast? I know I want to do a podcast, but what do I talk about? Or was that, it, it was always really clear to you right from the start. Yeah, I, I believe it was actually pretty all, pretty much all clear to me when I started. Uh, I, when the idea came to me about having like a talk show and inviting guests on to interview them, uh, I don't really like to call it interviewing. It's like a conversation just kind of like this. And uh, yeah, I, I made a list and I had like 80 people that I know personally that I could approach about coming on talking on my show. Wow. Okay. Well, you have more friends than we do. <laughs> <laughs> What really surprised you about podcasting when you first started? Were you surprised at sort of how hard it was or how easy it was or both? Or what, what really sort of took you by surprise? Uh, how, I'd probably say how much work really goes into it, like the editing and stuff like that. That was really uh, where I found myself spending a lot of my time was, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I was uh, spending countless hours on trying to make the audio perfect uh, and I had had no prior experience it was all self-taught yeah we we're fortunate Rob does the editing we just record the show and give it to him <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right and I'm not a perfectionist so well, that helps too uh, <laughs> um so I, I know that for us that we you know and we sort of started our the the podcast um, one of the things that really stood out to me that that was kind of really easy was the ability to find people that were willing to come on and talk. Um, it, it seems that that everybody was always, we very rarely get turned down. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a few examples. <coughs> Apple. Apple. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but for the most part, you know, whenever we reach out to to a guest and ask them to come on, they're usually more than happy to uh, to come on and, and and speak to us. Is that what you find as well? Yeah, for the most part, I I, I don't think I've had anybody turn me down. Maybe. Uh, I have somebody who is looking into things because, you know, they're a, a teacher and they can only say certain things, you know what I mean? So. Right. Yeah. They've got to deal with a union. Yes. Those unions. <laughs> so what is it about doing the podcast for you personally that you find kind of speaks to you? Like, what do you get out of doing the podcast? 
Well, um, I think it's really important for people to be able to share their own experiences. And um, I've got a lot of my influences in my life from uh, listening to others and others' experiences in life. And, you know, if one person listens to my show and realizes that they're not alone in the challenges that they face, that's a success to me. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that because that's kind of how I've always felt about the show as well. Um, it's easy to to go down the the rabbit hole of statistics and analytics and and be concerned about how many how many people are listening. Um, but at the end of the day, really, it, it's it's yeah. If one person takes away what you've done in that given episode and it it spoke to them in some way or it or it helped them in some way even in just the course of their every day mm -hmm. um i think that yeah it absolutely is is worth the work that goes into a, an episode absolutely yeah so so that being said like i want to talk a little bit about about the the subject matter of the show and, and sort of the stigmas because you, you you talk about wanting to sort of get get over some of the stigmas that are out there of certain things can you speak to a little bit about what some of those things are and what your what you're really trying to what your mission is for the podcast sure well uh in my a lot of my personal experiences i talk about mental health struggles and um you know i didn't actually know what to look for uh with regards to depression so when i was depressed it took me a while to realize, oh, hey, that's what's going on. And so I figure, you know, by also providing information at the same time as like having somebody else, not just me, I want like others to be able to share their perspective as well. And, you know, then I can also come in and give some resources and information on, you know, what this stuff is. I feel like that's really helpful. Yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. Um, I, I think that there there is huge, still huge stigma um, around mental health that uh, that I feel like that you know we need to get over as a society. It should be really just viewed as the same thing as, as physical health. You know, everybody needs a physical checkup from time to time, and and you know stuff goes wrong. Um, and I think that it's it's very much the same as you know in the, in that mental health sphere for sure. So do you find that you look at a lot of that through the lens of disability or does that not always necessarily factor in? Um, I wouldn't say it always uh, necessarily factors in. I mean, it's always kind of in the background for me. Uh, also, uh, just this past, uh, since June, I've been doing some work with AMI accessible media ink so um, i've been pretty much completely immersed in the disability community um but a lot of times it it does you know it does come down to like disability for me sure um, yeah like past experiences you know that would have you know affected my mental health and stuff like that so and so talk to me a little bit about the, the stuff that you, you're doing with, with AMI. Uh, how'd you like that? And, and what were you, uh, what did you do with them? Well, uh, so I started out in June as a uh, apprentice for AMI, and I was helping out with the podcast Tales for the Halifax School for the Blind. 
And also uh, I was doing split between the audio and the TV side of things. So I was got a little bit of experience uh, working with the Halifax Bureau, uh, doing like research for TV and like segments and interviews. That was really cool. And when my internship ended, I was offered a contract for a year as the Halifax Bureau reporter. See, I'm telling you, we got to get into this Halifax market. <laughs> well, we have contacts, you know, speaking of Halifax, Jillian, in, in one of your podcasts, I think it was the first episode, you were talking with your friend Steph, I believe, and you had mentioned how you went to um, APSI to get services and support, I believe it was, you know, what, what was that experience like for you? So... APSI does have resources for post-secondary uh, assistance, like like applying for post-secondary at awards to help uh, students. But so APSI is the Atlantic Provinces Special Education Authority, and uh, it's formerly known as the Halifax School for the Blind. Uh, they have uh, short-term placements for students who are blind or visually impaired and uh, throughout my youth I I did a lot of different things with them they would hold summer camps and um, what else did we do so they would have probably two weeks out of a school year that they would have us come and stay for short-term visits uh, one week would be uh, orientation and mobility uh, another week would be uh, social week. So it was focused around uh, being with other individuals that had uh, sight loss or that were blind. And um, I got a few scholarships through um, APSI after, <clears throat> after I finished school. Uh, and actually the latest, they have given me a scholarship for uh, my podcast, Self Love is Blind. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, we need a scholarship, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you oh, got yeah. contacts at Apsi. Reach out to them. Oh, let's go. Come on. There's, well, money, there's money on the table, Steve. We're totally dropping the ball here, aren't we? <laughs> um, but yeah, and they actually, back when I was in grade 12, they actually helped uh, send a few of us to space camp in nice. Alabama. Steve, you went to space camp, did you not? I did. You did indeed, yes. Yeah. Was it the NASA space camp in Huntsville? It was, yeah. Yeah, what oh, year cool. were you there? Um, 2006. I might have been there with you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Do you <laughs> recall seeing an ugly, bald guy? <laughs> well, I'm blind, so... <laughs> Well, I would have been that said ugly bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Didn't we do it? We did an episode talking to somebody about space camp, didn't we? we did. Yeah, I think we spoke to Lynn and maybe Cheryl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to check that out. And yeah, man, oh, man, look at us using our memories. Um, I know. That was tough. <laughs> I'm tired now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, smell the smoke over here. I bet you can. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, see, now you're getting in the swing of things. No, that's, a, that's another friend of ours who lives in Halifax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, no, but you know, that's, it's really interesting that, that, um, that they did give you a scholarship and I, and I, I'm really sort of heartened by that because I really do feel like the podcast format, I mean, we've been at this for, what is this? Six years. Six years. Yeah. You always have to remind me. Um, but in, and when we started, you know, there wasn't a heck of a lot in the podcast sphere in terms of, of people doing stuff in the disability community. And, but I really do feel like it's a, it's a really great format for that community. Um, because it really does let people get a, have a voice. And I think that if, if the one thing that we really need is, is we need education, we need to people, people to learn about the lived experience of people with disabilities right across the board. And I think that the, the podcast format can be, can be really valuable for that. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a really great way to be able to, um, share with others. Yeah. And, you know, and honestly, like that's kind of why we wanted to, to get you on the show and, and talk to you a little bit and, and, you know, do what we can to, you know, give a boost to podcasts that are fairly new. Um, so you've got 11 episodes. So how often do you post or do you, do you just whenever you're whenever there's a there's an episode ready, it goes up? <laughs> well, um, my original goal um, and I think I was probably <laughs> a little bit, you know, ambitious there, but I was trying to have an episode out every week and where I'm doing it all myself. I was finding that a little bit difficult. And then, so it was every two weeks. And then um, when I finished episode 11, uh, I recorded an episode and this was kind of the first one I had to do virtually. and used a software that it wasn't that great and it was kind of in a bunch of pieces so anyways uh, when I was trying to edit that it came out that um, this internship with AMI was coming about so I ended up going on a bit of a hiatus with my podcast I have a couple in the bank that are recorded I just have to sit down and edit them find the time to do that uh, so there are some more coming out um, but I feel like 11 episodes was kind of like my season one, even though I didn't specify that it was. It is hard to do a weekly podcast. We, we do this weekly and it can be a chore for sure. There's what, three of you. Yeah, but we, yeah, each, but have our, we each have a role. <laughs> That's right. Steve's the pretty one. Yeah, you know, right. Rob does the editing and I, I book all the guests. So. I say things like teehee. <laughs> and tisk tisk. <laughs> so what what platform what software do you use for your recordings for your editing for your interviews um i've been using audacity for all my recording mm -hmm. um i did use zoom once to record and the one that i recorded that is kind of in a bunch of pieces like sitting for me to ready to put it back together is uh i used squadcast no oh, good luck with that <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> i feel like i should just like call her back and be like we should just re-record that because that's just too much time consuming for me yeah we've like we mentioned this is our sixth year and and i've looked at many different platforms and we've fallen back to Zoom currently because everybody has Zoom. Everybody knows Zoom. It's the easiest solution. But 
you know, I've looked at Squadcast and Zencaster and a whole bunch of other ones. And what I keep hearing is cleanfeed.net. There's a free tier, which gives you unlimited recordings and the audio quality is supposed to be very crystal clear. All somebody needs to do is click a link, takes them to the clean feed room, you hit record and away you go. Hmm. Cool. Well, you, might want, you might want to check that one out. That's good to know. Thanks. You're and welcome. Folks, and the folks at clean feed, uh, that'll be $200, please. For that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's, you know, but it is really interesting, though, because um, it just, you know, what I would say to all the people out there that are listening is that, you know, Audacity is free, you know, yep. Zoom, of course, is free, um, you know, starting up a podcast, it's, it's really not beyond the scope of, of somebody who's just starting out, like you can actually give it a try for free. Um, you know, it's, there's not a big cost investment. I mean, certainly you can go down the rabbit hole of mics and equipment mm -hmm. and, and certainly, you know, there are services out there that, that are pay that will make your life a lot easier. Um, but you know, for the most part, you know, anybody that, and that's what I love about podcasting is that really anybody can sit down and do it. Um, and, and I feel like there has been a real explosion in the past five years, five, six years of people doing just that, like just setting up, you know, a bunch of mics on their kitchen table with some friends and starting a podcast. And, and I really think that that that's, that can be a really powerful thing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, but it, it, it can be really overwhelming with all the moving parts that are involved with, uh, with creating a podcast. So it took me about nine to 11 months before um, from the time the idea hit me and I started running and I wasn't working and I, yeah, it, it was a lot of work, but I, during that time, I kind of started to think, uh, you know, it would be beneficial to have some kind of, uh, guides and like a consulting service. So I kind of, uh, I have a Patreon account and I made a tier, uh, for like podcast startup consulting. So somebody could reach out to me and I would have guides to give them and, you know, like a consulting service. Wow. That's a, that's a great idea. That is a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are right. There are a lot of moving parts like in the back end and stuff like, and, and, you know, I guess it like, especially if you're trying to produce something of, of fairly high quality, then yeah, for sure. I mean, there's mm -hmm. the editing and there's, you know, which can be a real bear. Um, well, what platforms are accessible? Like do you go with WordPress, do you go with Pine, do you go with, you know, SoundCloud, all that sort of stuff, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your host. Yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah, for sure. When you're, yeah. When you look at through an accessibility lens, yeah, it gets even more complicated for sure. Mm -hmm. You said you said the magic words to Ryan, the Patreon. Brian's been trying to get us on Patreon for a while now. And, uh, I've kind of let that really go. Of, we haven't thought about that, but no, but that's a really good idea. Like, do, um, do it, do it. You know, consulting. Tell other people how to how to build a podcast. It's a great I, idea. I just want a live show. Damn it! Yeah. Oh God, we can't, <laughs> dude. I know. We're doing a know, live you, show. I, you know what? I should just let you do a live show and just let it crash and burn, and then you'll just. We're shot. doing a live show. I'm inviting everybody I've ever invited to the podcast over the last six years. <laughs> we're going to stream it over Facebook Live, Twitter. We're, we're doing it. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I am so very afraid right now. Yeah, because <laughs> no, they're just in the audience. We just mute everybody, and then when we're done recording the show, we bring them on and we have a conversation. I feel like we would be the first people on the earth to actually get kicked off the internet. Like they would just, <laughs> oh, you guys, we're gonna bar you. Tell us, Shaw, you're not allowed to give these guys modems anymore. Like just, they're not allowed on the internet. Just out of the question. Okay, oh. Ryan is doing a live show on no, his okay, own. Okay, fine. No, we'll do, a, we'll do a live show. We'll do a live show at That's some fine. point. Just yeah, just plan it out. Maybe we can do our Halloween. We'll do a Halloween live show. No, it'll be like our three hundredth episode. We'll do a live show. <laughs> so, so it sounds like your biggest problem is just the time to produce the podcast. You sounds like you have tons of guests lined up, and you have tons to talk about. It's just it's just getting you know finding the time to actually do the do the footwork. Absolutely. Yeah. My, my goal in the end is to be able to, you know, start um, monetizing the podcast so I can hire somebody to edit for me and that will free my time up to really do what I love. And that's like talking to my guests and uh, promoting on social media. Cause like I do have a marketing diploma. So that came in handy. See, the nice thing about podcasting and bringing guests on, it's all about making connections, right? Oh yeah, I totally, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. What's, uh, who's your next guest? What's your next show about? Um, well, I have two uh, guests in mind for my uh, next to record. So I have uh, Laura Bain, uh, previous uh, Halifax Bureau reporter. Uh, she went back to school. And so I pretty much took over her job when she, uh, left after I finished my internship. Uh, she's going to talk to me and um, also going to have a guest on the show. Uh, she is a local Instagram influencer and she's got a bunch of followers. She's, uh, her name is Craving Halifax and she goes to all kinds of restaurants and gives reviews and stuff. And yeah, and she's a mental health advocate as well. So she's got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, social media, actually, it is a really interesting space, especially in, in the disability community. And I find that there's actually like a lot of activity going on there that um, is really, it, it is really cool to, to talk to a lot of these people and just to, to get their story and, and, and just, yeah, like dial into sort of what they're trying to do on some of the social media feeds. Well, like, like you mentioned before, Rob, about it being a rabbit hole, you know, you can go onto Facebook groups, do a search for disability, and, you know, there's tons of disability groups on Facebook, and I'm sure even, you know, we follow a bunch of people on Twitter, but there's, there's no, no limit to the number of people willing and doing talking about disability. Well, yeah, and it's giving a voice to them, which is the mm -hmm. which is the really important thing, because that's the really important piece that we want to try to do is, is we want to try to educate people in terms of what that lived experience is like. So social media for the first time really ever, um, we're kind of able to get that out there into the masses and, and into the into the mainstream. Um, so you know, that's where that's where things like, you know, well, honestly, as, as much as we crap on Facebook, um, 
oh, I can't resist the crap on Facebook. It's just, it's <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, but it is, it is good for that though. Like, you know, say TikTok, um, you know, it, those are all great, great, great distribution methods for some of this stuff. It's just that um, they're evil. <laughs> so true. But that's one thing that I really, really love uh, about AMI is that I've been able to see so many different things within the disability communities here. And uh, one thing that I didn't expect was how much fun I'm having being able to go out and meet people and do all these cool things. Yeah, AMI is amazing. Um, yeah, we do. We're a big fan of, of AMI here as well. Even though I don't think, have we done anything with AMI guys? Have we, yep. have we had anybody from AMI? Probably. We had Dave, David Arrington. Yeah, we had Mr. Arrington on. We've had oh, the we? guys from Double Tap Canada podcast on their, their shows oh. on AMI. Of course. Yeah, of We've course. We've had Amy no. Amanti on. Wait, have we? I'm pretty sure we have. Oh man. See, this is what happens, Jillian. <laughs> For six right. years, you don't even know what you're, you've done anymore. It's all just a blur. Hopefully I'll be there someday. <laughs> oh, you will. This is, this is what awaits you. <laughs> like gray hair, rocking chairs. <laughs> Get off my lawn. The glitz. <laughs> just just store ass. You just want to go cook dinner. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You're jading her. Leave her alone. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's right. So tell us a little bit about, uh, about AMI and specifically, is there anything that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So I typically report for our weekly show AMI this week, and it airs Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on AMI. And so I got a chance to interview a visually impaired drag queen. Yeah. And so... I got a chance to interview him and uh, we attended his performance. He had three events in one day at Drag Queen Storytime, uh, All Ages Drag Show and uh, a drag adult performance. So um, I actually couldn't resist and they inspired me to put on a wig and get up on stage. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. The guy I went to high school with is now one of Vancouver's uh, top uh, 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 drag queens. Sorry, <laughs> had, a, had a blank there. Yeah, guy I went to high school with is now one of Vancouver's top drag queens. That's so cool. Mm, yeah, it was really fun. It was a really fun story to cover. And uh, he does a lot for the LGBTQ plus community here in Halifax. So I was happy to be able to showcase them. Well, yeah. awesome. Well, listen, so people can find you on AMI. Uh, tell people where they can find the podcast. Okay, so the podcast Self Love is Blind is on all the major uh, streaming services for podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Self Love is Blind. And I'm on Instagram as the Jill Gillis. And I have a website, selfloveisblind.com. I designed that myself. That was a another huge time consumer. 
Uh, well, listen, we're going to be eagerly awaiting episode 12. So uh, we better let you go so you can get to work on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, listen, thanks for taking some time out to talk to us. Best of luck with the podcast. Best of luck with AMI. And um, yeah, come on again when, when, you're, when you're up to like episode, I don't know, 50, let's say. Well, maybe that's a little high. 35. 25. 25. Okay, 25. 25. 25. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do I hear 20? Do I hear 20? 20, 20, 25, <laughs> 25, 25, going twice. Why don't you just like hire me on as a co-host? I mean. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me, guys. It was uh, an honor. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, like, hook us up with that, that Halifax market because Ryan, <laughs> Ryan's determined now. <laughs> hey, we're gonna break into that market. That's right. Halifax, we're coming for you. Yes. <laughs> it was really nice to meet you awesome. guys. Who knows? Maybe I can uh, come meet you guys in person if traveling is ever safe. Yeah, again. for sure. I like <laughs> Everyone keeps threatening that. Everyone we've talked to for like six years keeps threatening that, but no one's ever pulled the trigger. So yeah, absolutely. We're happy to. Well, I happy think Steve. I think Steve and I'd rather go to Halifax than than you come here. So. Well, there you go. That, that is true. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you guys will have to come on my podcast then. Yeah, for sure. Listen, anytime. Yeah. And, 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 what, and what's the chicken out there? Is it Mary Brown? Uh, Mary Brown's, yes. Mary Brown's? So Mary <laughs> yeah. Brown's or KFC? Oh, Mary Brown's. I used to work there <laughs> as well. Is, whoa, hold on. Wait, is this a chicken place? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah, a chicken it's... place that exists that I don't know about? What? Yeah, we don't have it's a It's Newfoundland brand, actually. Really? Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah, it started in Newfoundland and it's a chain. I, I'm surprised there there might be some out in BC. I'm I, not really sure. I but. don't know. I have to Google that because I'm always in the main. Like we've, we've just recently got like two Popeye's chickens and I had, I was really excited to try it. And I did the other day and I was a little bit, I mean, it was better than KFC, but it was like still not great. So very, oh, okay. very Browns. It's like 10 <laughs> times better than KFC. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Road trip. Yeah. yeah I'm totally selling them hard here. <laughs> yeah. You should get them as a sponsor for your podcast. That's there you true. Go. I actually yeah. ate there for supper last night. <laughs> nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Now I want chicken for dinner. I think, really <laughs> I, think I just answered my what I'm going to have for dinner, actually, in Uber Eats. Excellent. Hey, okay, thanks, Jillian. Thank Take you, care. Jillian. Take care. Thanks. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yo. Oh, well, that that is so cool. 11 episodes. I remember when we were only 11 episodes old. And still trying to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're going to go with this. I'd be curious to go back and see what actually episode 11 was. Yeah. And Steve uh, was sitting there thinking, when are these guys going to call it quits? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's still, still when Steve was... Uh, yeah. Sherry sure still thinks that. <laughs> It's like now nah, they scheduled another one for next week. <laughs> you betcha. Week. It's the never ending podcast. No, that's always, it's always great. I, I love talking to podcasters and I love talking to uh, new podcasters. It's, it's, uh, it's so cool. And it's cool when somebody just out of the blue just decides, you know what, uh, I'm going to start a podcast. And, and it sounds like the, the stuff that she's doing over there is, it's actually really important work. So um, yeah, anything that we can do to help, give any other podcast any any bit of a boost that we can uh is always great 
Well, the more people talking about mental health or various disability topics, the better, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mary Brown's, eh? <laughs> That's what I took out of this episode. I got it's like, yeah, what chicken? is a new chicken place? I'm serious. I think I'm going to get chicken later. Uh, hey, Ryan. Rob. Hey, where can people find us? They can find us online at atbanter.com. They can also drop us an email if they so desire, especially if you live in Halifax and you're listening. Uh, cowbell at atbanter.com. And since he's asleep at the wheel, they can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it's my turn. Take two. And that's one for the blooper reel. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How could you forget? Like, <laughs> you, were me. you were literally talking about a drag queen, and you were just like, eh, my friend. Like, hey. I was like, waiting. It's like, I was like, okay, I thought he was going to say drag queen, but clearly not because it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> That, that uh, run run today too much oxygen in the brain apparently. did you go for a run today i did yeah i, I put in another 5k in today no oh, well that's why okay steve yeah uh, tell tell the fine folks where else they can find us well they can find us on a variety of places on the interwebs we are on fancy platforms such as twitter facebook and instagram that's right. And uh, they can also find us uh, um, at a pub in Halifax coming soon. Coming soon. Very soon. Wait, okay. So I'm confused about this because I always, okay. I, I, uh, no offense to our guest. I know she's gone. Uh, but I always thought Halifax was a dump. But you hear you guys are talking like. You oh, really no, are you kidding? Can. No, 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 no. That would be a terrible mistake to make. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Halifax okay, is one of the most fun towns in Canada, hands down, one of the most fun places in Canada. Really? Yeah. I, I was only yeah. indoors at a conference with Steve and I loved it. <laughs> really? Why, how come I don't know this? I, I, I always figured, okay, and okay, before I get a, like a ton of hate mail from people who do live in Halifax, who are listening, because we've, clearly we've penetrated that market, um, I like that's just the impression that i got from hearing other people talk about halifax like like i don't know i just i guess i just got the sense that it was the not the greatest city but wow okay if i'm my eyes are open like it sounds like this is the place to be on the east coast it, it, it's so much fun you see you have to keep in mind that halifax is very much a um uh, a university and college city right you, you've got a lot of post-secondary institutions there and people come from all over to there to go to school Wow. So the, the the place is always filled with a lot of young people and uh you know there's a lot of vibrant stuff going on there's a huge music scene there their pubs are are like there's always music playing in the pubs it's it's just super fun wow wow so it's like the canadian version of new orleans almost uh yeah i wouldn't quite go that far new orleans takes it to a whole other level but sure. uh but it's pretty good Wow. Okay. Well, listen, we've learned something today, or I've learned something today. And uh, so, yeah, shout out, to, shout out to Halifax, clearly. Wow. Huh. I guess, you know what it is, is maybe maybe it's the Trailer Park Boys is what did it. <laughs> that show was filmed in Halifax, right? <clears throat> I think. I, I, think it was, I think it was a lot of fun before that. 
Yeah, well, listen, you live and you learn. Had some learning, learning moment, moments today. We learned about new chicken place. We learned that <laughs> Halifax is great. Sponsored Yipper. by, we've got picked up a couple new sponsors for this episode. It's been a busy, it's been a busy episode. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that is going to about do it for us this week. And uh, we will see everybody next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com. Or call us toll free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com.